This is a Music Storm podcast where we discuss music from so many angles, from artists, producers, to listeners, but with the main interest with the music industry as a whole. Today, we got Christy joining me. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Great. I'm doing good. It's it's a good, like, Wednesday evening, I guess. Sure in, is. In a cold, when, well, it's actually warm this week. Hey, so you know what? I actually got outside today. My dog did not turn around immediately, so that's a good that, sign. That is a good sign. I was actually out this morning too, so I was like, "Yes, we're good, we're good." <laughs> praise, praise the weather. Yep. But some of the listeners probably don't know you, of course. So Absolutely. tell them what you do for music. Like, where are you from? What do you do? What What are you all about, Christy? Right on. Uh, yeah, my name's Christy Toronto. I play in a band called Deeper Machetes. That's my numero uno. Uh, I've been playing music most of my adult life um, mm-hmm. playing in secret in my teen years so my parents didn't hear me practicing um, I come from a pretty musical family all my big brothers are also in the Winnipeg music scene um, so it's just a it's just a bit of a family business okay. I used to play in an alt rock band called Settlers where we did kind of like like really heavy uh, heavy rock stuff and I just get up there and do nothing but wail into a microphone but now just paper machetes yeah, is a little bit more like poppy more indie um uh, these are all songs that i've written myself uh behind a keyboard so i'm sitting up there playing keys and nice. continuing to sing out my heart and that's what i pour myself into nowadays nice nice i checked out the new ep i love the new ep so much we'll, we'll you? talk about it Thank what you. do you think i, I just <laughs> bring on nice some people you. and be like yeah I, I did not check out your music at all you know listen i heard your stuff and i wanted to tell you to your face i hated it <laughs> yeah that, <laughs> that's why you had me on <laughs> that, that'll go very well then this conversation would literally be only like two minutes and then perfect it's, perfect it's just a sabotage show <laughs> bad so, vibes only no i'm sure it's not that <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's perfect i'm glad it's not that yeah, yeah i i i tried to at least. well there's the odd person I'm like okay even then some music is like okay if but I, either way i enjoy all pieces of music so either way you got to give some credit to some people i feel the same way like it takes a lot for me to not like music i like yeah. almost everything That's i'm not discerning thing. at all yeah it's all good yeah oh unless there's the odd like weird... until it's not <laughs> yeah it's just a weird piece of music it's just like i don't know how to describe this at that point that's hey, when it's just there my number one thing mm-hmm. my number one pet peeve with music that i can't stand is when it's like so some of the art rock type stuff and the really artsy stuff where it's just there's no music Oh. It's just, you got to wait for two minutes of feedback. And I bought a vinyl and I'm waiting for the music <gasps> to start. And I'm like, dude, I just spent a bunch of money on this and there's no music on it. It's just <laughs> static. It's just static and noise. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Godspeed, Black Emperor. <laughs> We're just calling them out at this point. Okay. <laughs> hey, I bought the record and I'll continue to. You, you'll just continue complaining I'm still those banned. two minutes <laughs> just a grumpy one the two minutes that you'll never get back with your life ever every That's single bad. time no yeah. no no why the name paper machetes um I, so i can't take credit for paper machetes that is my husband's gift to the band he also plays drums in the group um and what we really liked about it was the um 
the paradox of it. I like I like when things are opposite world within the same piece of work, um, kind of an oxymoron. So a machete is something harsh and hard and and, and uh, kills kills things and kills. Whereas yeah. paper is yeah. fragile and soft and can oh. help create things, um, but both cut. Yeah, it'll just cut. Th okay, that's interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. It's a different and it sounds cool. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's a good take, and it's weird also. It's like indie thing, but it, you would think that's like more like a heavy metal band in a sense with that name, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, you had to go and for it. And like, I love that stuff anyway. So fine if people want to think we're metal, which we're very much. Which not. yeah. <laughs> I just I'll just do the you uh, just fool them. It's fine. Lure them in. Yeah. Maybe one day you'll be like, hey, there's just some heavy deathcore person. They're just like, yeah, paper, paper machete. Oh, wait, this is not, it's not. Yeah, and then in the middle of a power battle, we'll just do an interlude where we all drop the double kick and lay it down. Drop D-tune, let's go. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> was there any other name that you were going to go for? Or was not it really. just that? Oh, okay. <laughs> just that. Uh, okay. Yeah, it was okay. like we had that. For, that had been sitting in the vault for a good long time mm -hmm. um, and I was just like once the project started happening I was like can we use the name now <laughs> is it time yes all my plans are coming together <laughs> yeah take the double keys and unlock the vault and take out the band name nice nice <laughs> so you did say that your family is very like music influence and everything so like let's go when you first like started like music music so like when i guess maybe out of the womb i don't know when you first started school I was, was there yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely start, very start where i think the earliest music memory i have is uh my big brother sandy making me a beatles mixtape when i was probably like six <laughs> so then that got played over and over and over and over again and that's the that's kind of the seed the seed um, was the beatles yeah definitely when was your uh, first time that you picked up like an instrument though um i had been s sneaking behind the piano well i took piano lessons starting grade one okay. that didn't last very long i did my like basics and everything so it was a young age right and then kind of on and off throughout my school age and then once i had done about three years of piano lessons again in junior high wasn't getting along with my teacher very well <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't practicing. Everyone with their like music teachers was just like, nah, I know nah. you got to find the right one. You really do. And then the people yeah. who have the good teachers, like at last, man. Oh yeah. It leaves an impression. But in this case, we didn't quite gel. Um, so after I'd quit piano lessons formally, and I was done with the days of sitting at the piano, like crying, tears dripping on the keys because I didn't want to practice. That's but then once the lessons ended that empowered me to get on there and play on my own terms. Um, and I had this funny idea of kind of doing it in secret because I didn't want my parents to hear that I was interested in music because I was a teenager, I was, I was contrarian and everyone in the family loves music so much. I'm like, whatever, they're just gonna be, they're gonna make a big deal out of it. So every time someone would leave the house, I'd get over there. I'd flip through like my pop books and I'd try to learn like the melody, the stairway to heaven or something. And then I'd start going more towards the rock and the pop stuff rather than the classical things that were getting a little bit pushed on me. Yeah. And then that was kind of where I took it all into my own hands from that point when I was like a teenager. 
Mm. Nice, nice, nice. You were the, I guess, the kid that just was the rebellion kid. Just like, no, nah, <laughs> I don't want to deal with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm the youngest, right? So if oh, uh, yeah. everyone else had been doing it already, so I didn't want to just be the same, but I also still wanted to play. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. You got some toes in that. I'm the youngest too, so it's like, yeah. We oh, get yeah. the little bit of rebellion side in there. For sure. Bit. And yeah. the parents don't care anymore. Exactly. When you're adult, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. How many siblings do you have? Uh, just one. One older sister. Yeah. So I'm yeah. just the second. So it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Even though it's they easier leave you. than being the first, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Even though there are some days that you think, oh, yeah, I wish I was the oldest. But then there's some aspects. So it's like, nah, I'm good to be the second. Well, it's good because you don't have a choice. <laughs> We're just stuck with this. That's great. What a deal. What do you do in your pastime when you're not doing music, Christy? Um, uh, lately, I've been playing a lot of Project Zomboid. I don't know if you've ever played that game. It's uh, it's like an online zombie survival. I've heard situation. the it's name. Like, I've heard the name. It's kind of like The Sims, but there's zombies outside. <laughs> So that's kind of been my whole life. Wait, is that on the mobile or no? No, uh, no? well, maybe, but it's, oh. uh, we're, I'm playing through, through Steam. Oh, you're playing through Steam app. on that. Okay. And they just started it so that it's multiplayer. So the, okay. all my friends meet up in our in the little zombie world to hang out and survive. Is it first person or is it third person? What? How did... It's uh, it's like top down. Oh, it's top down one of those games. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you like, you're walking through the streets and through the little houses and you're trying to like, you, it, there's like <laughs> crafting and eating food and survival type stuff i should look into that i love computer it's games. really fun yeah. i so totally recommend it especially because we're all stuck inside and we can't see our friends it's actually a way to meet up with your friend <laughs> by a zombie game on yeah. steam <laughs> <laughs> hey we gotta we gotta we went now. so low to this point <laughs> to get here that is and the saddest part is you asked me what my biggest pastime is it's video <laughs> that's it <laughs> Well, what it's else am I going to do? Well, you could be making music, but you're like, nah, not music. Well, yeah, music, when you're not doing then, music, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just that. Well, you have, you, we did talk. You, you have a dog, so there's still. Yeah, he keeps me busy as well, except for the fact that he's a bulldog and he won't go outside when it's cold like this. Oh, then yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit of a yeah. princess. Is it just you have a dog? Do you have any cats or anything? Or it's just. Yeah, it's uh, me, my husband, and my. English Bulldog Monty. Mm. Oh, that's cute. Cute, cute, cute. That's the gang. Hmm. What do you suggest to someone that's trying to get into music, Christy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I think number one is start by listening. Listening. Yeah. Um, because the only way you're going to be able to absorb what sounds good to you or what it is that you're looking for in your craft you need to start by hearing what is happening out there and like to give you an example when i saw animals as leaders speak at when they played the centennial concert hall of all places they're like this math metal rock band yeah they play really complicated technical stuff but when they were speaking um people were asking them how do you write work like this because it's so complicated and all they said was we just listen to this stuff so it comes second nature right so it's already they've got the input so that the output comes easier 
Um, just like if you're going to be better at speaking French, you want to listen to French. Um, and when you go into your jam session or your writing session with like maybe some other fresh faced folks, you want to be listening to them before you're focusing on what you're playing, because if you're not listening to them, you're not going to know what's going to sound good with it. And now you've got four guys plucking away on four different guitar parts without knowing what the other person is doing. Ah. So, and I think that's like one of the things that people forget. They're just focused on, am I going to sound good? Am I going to sound good? What am I doing? What am I doing? But I think it gets easier if you just put the focus a little bit outwards. Yeah. If you break it down a bit on the different mm -hmm. aspects of music, then yeah, it works. Like, I like that. Like listening, even some of your influence, like for yourself, just listening to some mm -hmm. of those people that have helped you shape how your sound is, or even just kind of shaped it in some kind of direction has helped you yeah. get to where you are. And it's like, it's like putting fuel in the tank, right? Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's bad fuel, then it's like you put the wrong fuel in. Then, yeah, then, then your engine's sputtering and whatnot. Yeah. And then it just doesn't work. <laughs> Good metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> you, you made some impact into the music then. Probably. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. But with the impact, do you think you've had some impact as a female singer at all? Um, I've had times in my career where I definitely felt like the music or the work has touched someone on a personal level. And yeah. that is the reason we do this. Because um, if you don't have that, what the, what's the point of being an artist at all, is my opinion. Yeah. We're trying to make connections. We're trying to reach people. Um, and I had a time where I was putting on shows for the Fringe Festival. So they were actually more theater shows, but they featured original music in them. And I was up there, you know, and when I was up there in a clown costume playing accordion. <laughs> and that was, that was a cheesy show with a big moral message. And it was like kind of an all ages thing, but that it was called Bizarro Obscure. And that was definitely a show where people felt the impact, I think. And they would come up to us after and tell us just how seen they felt. Um, it had like some LGBTQ plus themes in it, some like self-acceptance themes in it. And I think it made a big impact on people. And that is like that such a highlight yeah. in a career yeah. to be able to have people come up and talk to you about just how meaningful the work was for them. Like so much gratitude for those people yeah and they had the courage to come and say it as well is super special yeah if you get to that point in your career it's just like wow how did i get to this point and also it's just like wow you're impacting so many people in your in these lives and they want to cherish this music and get to know more of this sound and <laughs> just in everything in general that's that's what i love about music it shapes so many different people in so many different ways and different lives and it just it can impact anyone and just like that and that's why yeah and it's it's easy for people to access too like they know how to listen to a song they're not like necessarily going to go out to the field hall to see a play <laughs> but they'll definitely sit there for two minutes and listen to a song and who knows what kind of impact you could make in that time yeah yeah exactly unless you live in a certain area of the world that is just only theater then there's that <laughs> but we're talking about first world country <laughs> I think it's it's pretty universal though. I yeah. think like anyone knows everyone knows how what what a song is. They know how to absorb it, right? Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's 
different ways. There's always the different ways, but what are what are some artists you hope to work with in the future though in your music career, you think? Some artists I hope to work with. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think about that all that often because it feels like a pipe dream. What? I guess not. Not really. Come on. I'm a lone wolf, baby. <laughs> you just they're like, yeah, I just go solo. I don't care about anyone else. It's just me. <laughs> They got to get on this train. I'm yeah, this they want train. you. <laughs> I'm totally joking. <laughs> you know, I haven't thought about that. I mean, well, okay. One band that I think would be really cool to open for would be Future Islands. Oh. I love those guys so much. Well, they're good. They're really good. Yeah. Huh. That'd be cool. You need to work yeah, on a song with them now. That'd be nice. That would be nice. Oh my gosh. And then another one would, I mean, just to get in a room with these people. I mean, this is just pipe dreams just off the top of my head, but to get in a room with any of the guys from Bad, Bad, Not Good would be dope. That would be dope. Um, those guys are great. Hmm. I just saw them play at the Park Theater and that was a good time. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm open to, I'm always open to collaboration. So if anyone sees this and is like, hey, I want to work, hit me up. <laughs> this is your open call, everyone. <laughs> hit her up. She wants to work. I have... I'm down. Okay. <laughs> First right here. Let's go. Hit my DMs. Good to know. Good to know. Why not? This is why we do this. Exactly. That's how you get, you get your name out there. Try to collaborate with people. I've known so many artists that have just not known a lot of, like, even then, Winnipeg is so diverse with music that even then I just know about new artists every single day. I'm like, wow, they're this is new to me which is so surprising I'm yeah like, and it's exciting yeah. too I, w- I wish there was more of a chance lately to actually get out there and like get get out on the town again to touch base with who's active and who's not but i mean it's yeah, just well. there's no shows right now yeah, it's, soon it's, soon it's going you know you know but yeah are you planning on doing a show soonish you think i want to do a live stream uh asap so we'll set up some sort of live stream concert situation from my lovely basement it's a good basement we've got twinkle lights why not the little doohickiness you know exactly that's what i was going for (laughs) (laughs) doohickiness (laughs) Um, but yeah so we want to do a live stream so that we can maybe raise some funds so that we can hop back in the studio and do maybe a single follow-up the ep that would be great okay we'll be posting about what date we're doing that very very soon soon okay yeah i was gonna ask you hey what's the new step that you got going on with the music but that's what we got going just, on just a single okay, okay. yeah i've uh, i just wrote something recently that i think is like i thought i was gonna be done with the covid songs and there was there's one or two on well there's one on the ep and there's a couple in the set list from the shows we just played that are very much covid songs I was like, oh man, these are going to get dated so fast. But I guess not. I guess so, not. With Canada, why? In fact, I wrote another one that's a little bit, it's a little bit about the um, frustrations that we've all kind of been feeling with the apathy of the provincial government. Ooh. It's not a political piece by any means. It's more just uh, vague than that, but it stems mm-hmm. from um, people that feeling in my heart a lot. So I wouldn't mind recording it so that we can all kind of reflect listen to it and reflect on it and kind of go through it together nice i like that 
that. We don't have much. Well, we do have political stuff, but not much with the Manitoba government stuff. Yeah, just, it's just yeah. we're also we're also tired of being apathetic, but we're all kind of sinking into it as well. Yeah, just dealing with it. It's just like yeah, we yeah. need to. Maybe if we all just get a little bit of catharsis together, it could help a bit. Yeah, exactly. That's why we do this. Hmm. Um. What was the best piece of advice you've ever gotten for doing music? Right now, what I want to say is anytime I've been told to like, don't worry about the genre, just write what comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just advice that I needed to break down walls around my creativity, stop yeah. trying to fit things into boxes and just... Um, just be unapologetic about what actually comes out, even though it's hard to compare to what it is sometimes, um, which is just another way of saying, just be authentic. That is a good piece of advice, actually, right there. Like, you, yeah, just speak your mind, write what you want. Yeah. Make it how you and want if it. it comes out sounding weird. Do it. Nope. Do it. Maybe nope. that's what makes you special, right? Exactly. It's. It's a work of art. It's music for crying out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Put the boxes around you. <laughs> good box analogy, though. That is good. Yeah. Box hmm. Boxes are great for metaphors. They're really useful. Yeah, they are. And then you just <laughs> cut them up, and then they go into little pieces. And then you could. Yeah. You can do all sorts of things with a cardboard box. Yeah. <laughs> you could do some ask a cat yeah cats love boxes yeah my dad has a cat and he the cat loves the boxes there's boxes they love that shit they go crazy over that shit (laughs) 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 but going back to the music you did have an ep that you dropped in december so how was like the reception going for that with the EP. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, we were able to have an EP release show yeah. on December 2nd, which is the day that we released it. And like just the fact that we were able to do that was such a blessing. Like, thank God we were able to have that show. I was like so scared it was gonna get canceled or something, but it went great. There was there was a really good turnout. Um, people responded really well to it. It was like what a great experience. Um, and yeah, so far we've had pretty good reception over the, the work itself had some messages coming in and it's basically our debut work, even though like the writing has been happening for a long time. The um, concepts have been brewing for a long time, but only in the last year or two were we actually putting it down and ready to release it and make the project take, like sprout some wings. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a huge relief to finally like release it after all that anticipation. and the show went great. We had uh, Jason Willows and Stellar play with us, and they were phenomenal. Um, yeah, great time. Thanks I, to Goodwill for having us. I wanted to go to that show, but I, I was working that evening. I'm like, damn, it sucks. But it was a Thursday. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. You know, there's one day we'll have another show. One day, one day when there's no COVID, but I don't know when that'll happen. <laughs> I don't, whatever we'll just play through COVID. Whatever. Screw <laughs> it. To feel that way. At this point, 
Yeah, at this point. We're just going to get up on stage and breathe heavily all over everyone. And just it's talk spit and everywhere, speak. you know. Who wants to sing into my microphone? Yeah, give it, give it, give it. <laughs> at this point, it's going to just be at that point. It's just like, screw it. I, oh, yeah, I yeah. It'll just be that. I very point. much, for the couple of shows we did manage to squeeze in, I've been like, I'm going to go ahead and bring my own microphone. Yeah, I know. Because it's of... like very much people right up in there. Well, yeah, you just, <laughs> you clean it too, but also I know a lot of bandages. You would say, hope. Yeah, you hope. And then, <laughs> even then. That's just... why you got to go to, okay, I don't know if you've ever been to Ajit, which is a karaoke bar in Osborne Village. No, no, I haven't. It's a very secret karaoke bar, but uh, the owner there, Sean, does an amazing job of keeping things COVID friendly, despite the fact that it's a karaoke bar and he's in there he's cleaning microphones and he's dipping them and he's Aww. wiping and he's doing a great job. Shout out to Sean and Ajit. Yo, I need to go there one <laughs> evening with the Definitely. friends, the homies. Be like, yo, guys, karaoke night. Let's go. It's great. <laughs> nice. All right. I I'm recommend going, it. I'm going there once restrictions are basically out now. Yeah. I'm doing that. I'll take your suggestion. But what are some things you would have done differently with the EP? Mm. Uh, on a concrete level, I wish mm. we could have gone into an actual proper studio to record drums. Um, we did most of the tracking from this basement here and the drums were tracked on two road mics. Really? Uh, strategically placed, yes. <laughs> rather than that. rather than with a with a uh, kit mics and in a studio. <laughs> so you know, God bless Danny. He was very patient with it with the process, but uh, you know, next time we're gonna get go the, studio. the studio to do those. Okay. Um, but you make do. Yeah, you make do with what kind of stuff that you have going on with your environment and your budget as well. That's a big part of it. Yeah, that if is the a big budget part doesn't work well, then yeah, there's. You make the budget work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's yeah, it was all going through. I couldn't even. Uh, whatever. I want to get into the details. You can get into the details. That's why we got this. I was trying to figure out a way where I could do it so that the drums are only taking up two channels because the laptop I was using at the time would have didn't have enough memory to even deal with more than two channels. So uh, Justin Delorme, who's in the band and also did the producing for the EP, he, he sent that suggestion over to me. There's like a method of recording with basically two uh, condenser mics so that they're kind of set in phase with one another, like one above the snare and kind of one above, kind of like over the shoulder. The okay, drummer. yeah. They kind of worked. It works pretty good considering that, yeah that'll work yeah it'll be it's just a weird method on doing that but yeah yeah hey there's a thousand ways of doing um engineering that you would never think of yeah there's so many ways on getting drum tracking so don't get caught up on budget shit people make it work <laughs> make it work take it from her she's done it just ask justin he'll figure out a way for you <laughs> I should have suggested you, what is it? Uh, yeah, you should know Memorial Brigade. They're right now tracking stuff. I should let you hit them up because they're starting oh, yeah. to get into demo stuff and everything. So I'll be like, yo, definitely hit up these guys. They know what's, oh, yeah. what's up. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but right in aspect, was there anything that you think you should have changed up or anything at that point with the EP or not? It's all, it's all detail stuff for me. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I should have, um, 
you know, verse one is in a rhyming scheme and verse two drops the rhyming scheme. So <laughs> like it's, it's small details like that, that probably only I would notice, but then they start. Um, yeah. You, they, you notice, notice it after you, time. yeah. If you listen to it after a while, it's just like, oh, these yeah. little aspects. Yeah. But, um, what's another thing? Yeah. It's the small stuff mm. for sure. Or, or like, Oh, I could have delivered that line with a little more feeling. Yeah. And it's just, it's never going to be perfect. That, that's with every single record and release that anyone has put out. It's just like, Oh yeah. After you release it, it's like, Oh, Dane, I could have changed this aspect or I could have did this. And you just, you just forget. You kind of have to just look at it. Like it's, it is from the time that you did it. And now it's just, it's free and it's its own thing. And you just got to let it be its own thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm probably going to listen back in five years and go like, who made that? Yeah, you made that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what they say. <laughs> and also the best part with that kind of thing, you could also improve on that by a live performance. Just make it a little bit more better. Or change For sure. It you can always revisit track. it. Yeah revisit it change it up when you do your live performance make me with that little spot that you want to change up make it that little more inf with it or even with the general instrumental or whatever you have change for it sure up. yeah yeah and it's i mean it's funny because we did this ep before being a touring band before being a performing band because it was recorded in the midst of covid on songs i had written um and so we were kind of going backwards we had the thing recorded and then we started rehearsing for the shows oh. and as time progresses, you know, things change, the song warps, certain tones mm -hmm. alter and like even feeling changes behind it. And I think eventually we probably will need to revisit these songs because they're just getting better as oh, yeah. we perform together. So that's exciting, but it's also like- You're cracking. Yeah. <sighs> Dang. Should've got it, but yeah. that's just how time works. You can't go back, you can only go forward. So, yeah. you know, yeah, a live, a live album is a great idea, stuff like that. I've heard mixed reactions with people with live records because it's like it's a lot of pressure. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't screw it up. Don't screw it up, and then it's just like, I did it. I could have did better at that part. Originally. Yeah, yeah. Well, even then, I say for a live record, you you cheat with it. I say with by for cheating sure. with it. I mean by like you do multiple performances and be like, okay, this is the best one. This is the best one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's how I think that's what they do with comedy tapings as well. They'll do like two or three nights and then just take the best. Yeah, sometimes you just don't tell the people and be like, Yeah, this is that this day. This is the keeper, so laugh like you're the keeper, cheer like it's the keeper. Yeah, 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 guys, that that works. Um, put it on the audience and go, This is your responsibility now. Sorry, go ahead. That's the, no, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, the audience goes into the song. It's not you. It's it's the audience that helps with the song. <laughs> They're like, we paid to be here. You're the one supposed to be doing work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what would you be doing if you didn't do music at all? Like, you didn't get shown. Your your family did not do music. What would you be doing? In alternate timeline. Alternate, yeah. Alternate universe. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Masonry. Masonry. Just kidding. 
just bricklaying. I'd just be a, I'd just be a dusty handed uh, working woman. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> my other love really, my other creative love is, um, I haven't been doing as much lately, but it is what I got my degree in is acting. Um, oh. So theater and film would be probably my other creative outlet that I would lean against for sure. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just, yeah, right now, nothing because of COVID and everything. I think productions wise has shut down for COVID. Yeah, so. some of them were still going through though. Really? Um, yeah, you'd be surprised. The, the film industry was very well funded because um, it's private, right? So these private yeah. enterprises yeah. are able to get the rapid testing as much as they want because they've got the money to shell it uh, out. So I know I do have some friends that have been still steadily working. Like it's a, it can be stressful, but they're, they're doing the rapid tests. You know, the directors are getting swabbed every every two hours so that they can stay on set. <laughs> oh, gee. Yeah. Even then, I honestly, for that, I think if you're just staying at the same area and if you're not going out anywhere, I say, honestly, you just do the swab the day and then you're fine. That's just yeah. me personally. But like, if you're not going anywhere, then why do you need to do like every two hours? Like, like, waste <laughs> of rapid tests. Like, you can afford it. Well, yeah, true. Once on the it. hour. <laughs> <laughs> Give my rapid test at this moment, this exact moment with the Blue Skittles, you know? They're just like, their nose is bleeding from all the swabbing. <laughs> it's part of the scene. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I have a Respectful hairdresser muscle. and what is it? Um, who does movies and TV shows and everything. And I know she did that in summer and she had like a whole entire like Halloween role kind of thing that she was doing for there for a bit. Oh, yeah. But now that ended. So I don't know what she's doing now, but. Mm -hmm. that worked for a bit but yeah that's yeah i haven't checked in with how they're doing right now but uh good for them good for i respect them. the hustle <laughs> we respect you film industry yeah that's right i got no beef no beef okay <laughs> we're watching you we're watching you here <laughs> um what what was your favorite song that you made so far Hmm. Hmm. I I'll go to probably my oldest song that's on the EP mm -hmm. just because if I didn't like it so much it wouldn't have lasted so long long enough to get on the EP after all the years that I had it written um, and it took a lot of time to get it where it was because it was strangely structured and it's called Ugly Duckling um, and I ended up getting help finally from Justin Delorme to kind of help it lock it into place. Um, because it's like, it's a pop ballad, but it's got like an A part and a B part. It's kind of cut in half, but I didn't want to separate them into, like I knew they needed to go together instead of breaking them off into separate songs. Cause I always have that voice in my head going, if it's so different, why don't you just make it into a new song? But in this case, I just like, I knew what it had to be and I, knew it was about something like profound that I cared about a lot which is kind of like um like the timelessness of love and kind of a cosmic connection you could have with one another um like even after you know you're dead and gone there's still like star stuff floating around and it'll bring you all together again it's very romantic and I just like I think about that sort of thing a lot um 
So that's why I think that one is like closest to my heart because it very much allowed me to express something that I've been having trouble expressing. Oh, I like that. And you can't do it with just words, right? In this case, like it needed to be through music. Amen. Amen to that. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about like when you hear about the music industry as a whole? So like labels, streaming, um, agents, managers, like everything right now. Like, what do you think when you hear that? That music industry. I think, I think how do we monetize? <laughs> <laughs> True. True. <laughs> it's a little frustrating to see the state of the industry. Um, I've, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of like really awesome players and people who are being innovators. Um, but it's a very undervalued industry. Undervalued. Yes. That's undervalued. that's new. Why do you think undervalued? Because uh, streaming has made has completely oversaturated the availability of music. So yeah. anyone can get their hands on anything. No one's buying CDs. No one's buying records. I mean, they are, but yeah. it's like you and me. It's not. It's yeah. It's, it's two out of ten people are buying stuff, right? Like. Mm -hmm. The diehard um, fans really are. Yeah, you know, and those, those are the OGs um, and they're buying shirts and everything and buying the concert tickets. But um, the amount of work and passion and labor that goes into creating music, like how many aspects of your product are you able to actually monetize? It's, I mean, I just think it's out of balance. Every, everything's out of balance, even in music. So... There's that, but yeah, it's true. That's why I called my EP balancing it. <laughs> Good shout out. Good shout out. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, what are your thoughts about like artists searching out to get into labels and such? Like, what do you have suggestions to artists? Like, what they I can't be because I'm not signed. Well, I know that, but that's <laughs> that's why I like to like. What would you suggest to people or artists that are thinking about that? Maybe even well, your, yourself for future reference. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, about knowing when you're ready for someone else to take the reins on it a little bit, I guess. When you've, when you've got a product that's ready to export is when you have the label step in, I think. Um, so just, you know, hustle as hard as you can on your own before you bring you feel ready to bring anyone else in because no one's going to want to get on your train if you're not True. busting your absolute ass already to like the full extent of what you can be doing like work your ass off yeah, and to, it's like like a company's got to be making it's got to be at capacity before they start making hires right <laughs> i mean you have kinda. those little independent labels there's that but for sure. Um, but like I said, I, I haven't worked with any labels, so I'm not yeah. really the most knowledgeable. Well, that's that's why we have to have the people that don't have labels and get their input. Like, do you think you will go to a label at some point at all, Kristen? Or no? I would be, I'm always open to, I'm always open to collaboration and discussion. So if, if what we were doing ever seems to appeal to a label, then sure, of course I'd have that conversation. Okay. Is there like a certain degree 
you think to go to like yes there's labels but like do you think you will be like okay they could take everything from us or like do you want to have that limit you think for yourself for getting into a label or no um i think my number one thing would be to retain the song rights okay i don't don't think that would ever be up for discussion yeah um but you know i've always liked the idea of someone stylizing things and helping helping with the visual aspect of the show um because you know coming from a theater background i always just think it's great to um make a really well-rounded show and that includes makeup and costumes and and backgrounds and lights and everything and um if a if a label were ever to have a team that was able to kind of help you with that up that production value that would be fucking dope (laughs) yeah i know what is it i don't know if you know star set they're they're a band that does that no okay yeah they're columbus ohio rock band rock metal and nice honestly great band nonetheless they were supposed to come here right in 20 what is it 2020 i think and then COVID hit and then they had to cancel but yeah the they they've gone through stages of costume changes and they have this weird demonstration aspect with them they go with the science field of stuff with their music and everything they have different they've done like what is it space costumes and then certain like yes um weird warrior costume stuff and then a military aspect thing too once and they've done basically everything that you could think of with i love music. it and gimmicks then, love them yeah it, it's <laughs> no, cool they, not just, not just even, i'm sure it's awesome but yeah they call their con <laughs> they don't call concerts concerts they call them de- demonstrations so it's like yeah that's cool okay I like that it. gives you an idea of where their head's at i like that mm-hmm. it's the lead singer has a very interesting vision on what he thinks for music and I love it. It's, it's, it's cool. And I will definitely check them out because that sounds very interesting. Yeah, for sure. Look at their live music and everything, mm-hmm. live concerts and everything. You, you will probably be like, Ooh, we need to do this, <laughs> yeah. but just don't go into space, space costume because you might die, die of, or not but like <laughs> hyperthermia yeah, hyperthermia in well, well that's that's cold hyper. um hyper yeah hyper. okay okay uh when i went to see karen O at oshiega a couple of years ago i think this is 2018 she had space pants on she looked awesome they're like oh. shiny silver spaceman pants with like patches all over them and it was montreal in august and it was probably 35 to 36 degrees outside it was freaking hot and she's up there performing her ass off because it's Karen O and she's jumping all over the stage. And she goes, and the crowd's going crazy. And she goes, oh my God, you guys, you're such a good crowd. You're giving me goosebumps. And I'm like, Karen O, no, you're no, overheating. You're That's overheating. a symptom <laughs> heat stroke. <laughs> but she didn't hear me because I was a thousand people back. But. Yeah, and probably people <laughs> didn't was, care either. So it's like, damn. Yeah, no one noticed. I was like, no, Karen O. I hope she won't well at the time, but hope someone fanned her off. Hopefully. On backstage. Give her blah. You must have a fan person. They have to. They have to. I think, yeah, with open concerts and everything, yeah, I've seen fans off on stage and then they blow off fans. Big ferns. (laughs) (laughs) We got you. We got you. 
So you think artists should be independent in this day and age for music or no? I think it can hopefully work both ways. It depends on the kind of artist you want to be. Um, I don't know, because I'm a little business minded, so I don't want to yeah. make any calls unless I see numbers in front of me. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. like if someone's performing well on a label, then freaking yeah, yeah be on the label. And yeah. if you're performing well independently, then keep doing what you're doing. Like hmm. it's a business here. We're running a business and um, everyone's running it differently. And if you're seeing results, stick with what works. Yeah, that's that's a good aspect on going with. Like I always tell people, hey, when you're first starting out, yes, um, be a little bit independent. But also if you do get asked to go to a label, I say go for it. But then after, drop them. Because then you get to that point, hey, you got your fame, you got a little mm. bit of your exposure out there, and then you got the numbers to back you up. Now you can go independent take the bag and run with it exactly that makes a lot of sense to me mm -hmm. absolutely but make sure you got the rights to your songs because then you're screwed in the end mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly cheers to that che I, I don't gotta drink but che cheers cheers thank you thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> if you could have listeners fans to remember you by one thing what would they remember you by I hope it would be for honesty mm -hmm. um, and authenticity. Hmm. You know, like I've kind of pivoted in my mind recently to just really the only thing that matters to me is if, if I'm talking about something that matters to me and to other people and that kind of like speaking to truth has help someone in some way um, that that's first priority. So yeah. I hope that, um, you know, specifically through my lyrics, which I put, pour a lot of love and care into that uh, someone can glean some actual like truth and honesty from it and see things from a different perspective. That would be great. <laughs> That'd be great. You know, it just if, great. yeah, yeah. Get to <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, really, really sweet. <laughs> shout yourself out what do you want the people to know about you um i just want people to know that uh, we got a big year coming up for paper machetes and we're really excited to you know launch this band last year so um there's a lot of there's a lot of work coming there's a lot of uh music to be looking out for and i hope that people can get on board when we start booking shows again. <laughs> Heck yeah. I like it. Yeah. Nice. 